0: And
1: we're the Blanchard Brothers back with you once again to round out this pretty good year. yeah, pretty good year 2022. Wow And my book totally flew by also feels long as hell in other aspects uh, but we're gonna we're gonna dive into all the best of it. We're kicking things off with our favorite albums of 2022. Was, was it hard for you
0: to find 10 albums?
1: Um. Or no? no, no. Okay. It was not hard for me to find ten. If you asked me to do a twenty for this, mm-hmm. it would have been difficult. Well, I mean, I. We've talked about this every single year we've done this recently, but podcasts have just completely stunted
0: my musical like intake. Well, well, not even that. You've in mentioned the last several years. You've mentioned it before that the shift is like. Let me make a song. Let me put it out. Let me get big. And maybe the rest of my album, if I get a deal, is shit. And it's almost like. For like a lot a, of popular like, music. Right. Yeah. For sure. And like, yeah. but that, we talked about again, that kind of steers legacy acts like, well, we want to be relevant. And I'm, you know, people who are big have their little insulated markets that like they know will follow. I was talking about this last weekend with like, with uh, TJ and you know he's naming all these bands that he's seen that like the crowd show up for like right. he couldn't believe being in Texas and like kids coming up to all get out and being like "We, you guys are my favorite band and he was like oh okay like he was obviously uh, knew that from Columbia but seeing that in a completely different state Right. so you know there's bands and people that have their built in fan base that they know are going to be there and the, the, the trouble is I feel like now trying to Get a piece of that market share that is dominated by your SoundCloud, your Spotify's, your, you know, I don't want to say top ten radio because a lot of times that's old, you know, but you know, stuff that's come out already. But I feel like that's the reason why I had a hard time trying to find ten good albums. I mean, yeah, I can find ten albums, but ten that I would say these are my ones I really enjoy. Kind of okay. hard because my things, my ear's been populated with oh. like a lot of like singles that are like that's catchy. I like it. Okay, but. Maybe necessarily well, the album doesn't hold up.
1: Just you, you always, I would say, have your most interesting list uh, when we discuss albums. Mm-hmm. So I, I look forward to this because I'm assuming... No synergy. None, probably zero synergy probably. Uh, is what I'm anticipating. You mentioned Spotify, and I will mention uh, once again for the second, I think just the second you're running, uh, we're, just, we're just talking here. Right. You're not going to hear snippets because Spotify and Apple Music... Uh, or Apple podcasts. Uh, they've gotten, their algorithms have gotten a lot more intense and, and yeah, we don't want any copyright strikes. We like, we like, you still like throwing, you know, here's my favorite track. Here's like 45 seconds of it. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what you can go find is our companion playlist, which will be available on Spotify. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check our Instagram at the Ark of E Network uh, for links in the stories, etc. And uh, you can also search directly uh, for the Ark of E's favorite albums of 2022, I think is what I will title it. Uh, sounds like a plan. The Ark of E Podcast. Uh, yeah. And you should see some other playlists from years past if you want to uh, take a trip down memory lane. Maybe catch up with some other albums that you missed uh, in recent memory. So yeah, uh, do you want to kick things off? sure i can do that okay we'll go right ahead and i have the spotify queued up i think what we'll do instead of uh i can give you one, this, i'll give you
0: one from each each album if you think we need more i can always send you
1: well more. we can do that as well yeah you can just shout out your already. shout out your favorite but uh
0: no yeah, one likes like a will, 40 song playlist like 20 good it's enough for like an we can hour. keep it
1: tight if yeah. there's a second one you want to shout out yeah. or you have a particular strong feeling for two by yeah. all means go right ahead uh Let's let kick it off uh, This is Gavin's
0: Number 10 uh, My number album 10 Album of the year Yes My number 10 Is um Coming out of the 10 spot n- the Top 10 Kicking it Big off Gav. right now With 12 Carat Toothache By uh, Post Malone <laughs> Okay Yeah Um, I think that Post Malone And Adele Should date And then break up And then both of them Give us like Amazing <laughs> breakup albums Cause I feel like you know, Hollywood bur- Hollywood's Burning was dope. I loved the, the you know, featuring Ozzy. Osborne with you know, take what you want. It's a nice throwback. But this one, I don't know who it is that hurt Post Malone, but I hope that he's okay. And she probably had her reasons and based off the album, he does tell you eh. she kinda he kinda deserved what happened. He's hard to deal with, but I just I just hope he's okay.
1: Okay. Where does this sit for you in the discography thus far? Um you've had him on previous year-end lists. I know you're a big fan. Uh um, I didn't like what was the single off of this one? one I don't right I now. don't know that I what's that?
0: One right now. Okay. With The Weeknd.
1: Yeah, I don't think that even made it to our like alternative radio. Yeah, I don't no. think it made the the imprint that uh Runaway did, which was on the previous one, right? Or was that just a single?
0: No, Runway was on the previous one. On I believe, right? Um, okay,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did notice that. Like, I knew he had a new album this mm-hmm. year, but I never really heard anything from. Right. It. So, yeah. So, what? What is that? The one you want to shout yeah, no, out? Yeah, one, one. One can... right
0: now. It's got the. Okay. It's got the most like the vibe of it, and so the just are, where it sits in the album, it, it works pretty well. We All are
1: right. adding this to a new playlist, and this will be entitled for the record, the Arc of, of e. e Podcast. Favorite albums of 2022. All right, so that's how you can search it, guys. 2022,
0: a sample for you. Bam, because this is just a sample. Yeah, I'll add that on. I can always edit it later. Okay,
1: Electric Boogaloo, all of that stuff. Okay, uh, my number 10 is Nothing's Real, So Nothing's Wrong from uh, an old favorite, Mr. Kevin Devine. Oh, I paused because okay. I thought you were giving me a look of recognition. I was like, the synergy? What? What's happening? Uh, my favorite release from him in a while. Uh it's full on I mostly I guess still mostly known as a, a singer songwriter is what you would lump him yeah, into. I agree. But the albums have increasingly steered more uh production heavy and like I'm gonna get into the the electronics of it all, getting the gear, getting right. the, the minutia, uh, this one in particularly. So, uh, but yeah, just one of my favorites from him in recent memory. It was an early release for a while. It was way higher on my list. Uh, but I guess my, uh, like sell you on it single, uh, to get a feel for like, this is a true, like just good guitar rock album, uh, would be override, which okay. is the, uh, I, don't, I think it might have been the lead single, I'm not sure. It's the second track, but uh, that would be my pick. Uh, always been a huge KD fan. He's fantastic live, and I feel like this one captures the more full band experience better than it's ever been captured on any of the recent records. Uh, and it still has room for those more intimate, stripped-down songs, but even those have more uh, space and texture to them than I would say they normally do. Uh, really like the production on this one. Uh, but yeah, start with override, but uh yeah, give it a shot. Okay. I think you'd enjoy it. I know you like him a little bit. So uh yeah, check it out. It's definitely a uh you know, reflecting on the mood of the last two years. Uh it's a it's definitely a, you know, post COVID yeah, I feel slash, like that's a lot of you know, like what we're in getting In the thick now. of it. Yeah, there is. I mean, yeah, Everybody's
0: post-COVID or like, I made this during <clears> COVID. <throat> here's what it sounds like.
1: Out yes, there. and that's part of the glut of television that we got yes. as well, which we'll be discussing on a future episode. So stay tuned to the feed. Side note. Okay. We've kicked things off and we're back over to Gavin.
0: You're number nine, sir. My number nine is an album called Sentimental by Miami Nights 1984.
1: Okay, I am familiar with Miami Nights. Um,
0: you will probably notice that the one track I'm going to shout out here is called "Only When It's Dark," featuring a little band called Gunship. And okay, I, I think this
1: somehow slipped past me. I'm kind of angry at Spotify for not recommending it, but glad you did. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, Gunship it, is still like working on a record in that's the process. Not, of what I yeah, heard. that's not. They've quite done finished. a lot. That's.
0: I think that was their thing for COVID. Is like. We're going to do a lot. They did stuff with Power Glove, Carpenter, um, Brett, I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's German. I don't know. Uh, They did a lot of singles with people, like, featuring stuff. I think maybe they were bouncing tracks back and forth via email because they might have all been, like, you know, whatever. And they're just now coming out. I'm assuming, hoping, that we get a new one from them at least this next year, 2023. Because, I mean, Dark All Day was, what, 2018? Yes. So we're primed for like, you know, it's been four um, years in a pandemic. Give us what you got, Gunship.
1: Miami Night's 1984, though, because mm-hmm. that's who we're actually talking about. Right, You're just shouting out them as the track. Um, are they, do they have vocals? I'm not sure. I've heard them on Playlist, but it's mostly
0: uh, it's just all, straight synthwave. But did, they don't a, have if, vocals? Yeah, it's one of those, okay. like, but they have the some vocals features you on hear you. will be from someone else. Okay. You know? So, yeah.
1: I do enjoy them, uh, but, yeah, they come up often on my Vaporwave and Synthwave playlists. Yeah, Uh Yeah, awesome band. Uh, okay, very cool. That's, that's sentimental, you said.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's the title track sentimental. Oh, i just like really well. digging the
1: vibes on this in general. Just the cover. Um, the cover looks nice. Yeah, I, th- I think I've think i heard one or two have come up off of this, but did not realize it was from this year, and I mm-hmm. uh, might just need to give that. Oh, yeah, Sunseeker. Uh yeah. I guess would be my pick, because that's the only one I've heard off of this. But uh, yeah, okay. Sweet. My number nine uh, It's going to stay in that electronic space, but maybe make it a little more danceable. A little more upbeat. Going with Freak Out Release from Hot
0: Chip. Uh, I saw that.
1: What do you mean you saw that?
0: I saw that they put it out, I listened to it, I thought it was great, but I also figured you're the one that introduced me to them, so I shouldn't put it on my list because you were probably gonna put it on your list. Okay. Well it would have made a top pick uh
1: it's not right it's not quite up there with uh a bathful of ecstasy, which I believe was my number one two years ago. Yes. I think that was twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, I'm not sure. Everything blurs together from the last couple of years. I feel like I say that all the time now. Uh but yeah, Freak Out Release is uh just it's just hot chip being hot chip. I don't know how else to describe it. There's some awesome super fun jams on there, but always tinged with the, you know, the sadness but like upbeat sadness that yeah. they do so well. If I had to pick one, mine is mine is broken, probably. Uh, even though hard to be funky. Uh, also a great tune you know what I'm throwing two on there because it's our playlist and I don't give a shit and I love this record whatever uh, and then El- oh my god Eleanor's so good though I don't know man fuck it I'm putting three on here Okay. love this record uh, again feel free to shout out multiples on, on yours uh, but yes I feel like you would love it Down which is the opener is also fantastic uh, multiple singles from this one so far and yeah, I think you would enjoy. You said you listened to it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, do you have listen, any? Yeah, you no, have
0: any faves? I uh, or any ones that you want to shout out? No, no not that I can recall. It was, I listened to it when it first came out. Gotcha.
1: Uh, but yeah, Broken, Hard to Be Funky, and Eleanor are kind of my three faves off of there. So I'm throwing them all on the year end playlist. Hope you guys enjoy. Back over to Gavin
0: for his number eight. My number eight is a little album called Dropout Boogie from the Black Keys.
1: Skipped this one. You did? Uh, I mean, not intentionally, but I just, I never, I think I've kind of not checked, completely checked out on them, but like, I liked, uh, what was it? I liked Turn Blue, mm-hmm. and then... I can't r I guess Let's Rock had like a single that I liked. Mm hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I guess they have a single on the radio that I do like off of this. Yeah. Uh Wild Child, which is you know yeah. it's good. It's it sounds the like the Black Keys. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I just did I didn't listen what about, to this uh, one. So
0: what about good love. Listen to that one?
1: Uh no, I again that's... It's
0: featuring the great Billy Gibbons, so I would recommend that
1: one. Okay. As well, on well, Wild let's, Child. let's well, I'm not put I mean, I wouldn't say Wild Child's like my one of my favorite songs or anything so if you have another one you'd rather yeah good love recommend okay yeah let's do good love uh okay so yeah i'll uh i'll give it a shot uh i have something you know there's a constant warring faction in alternative throwback rock uh and i i do have a mention from the other side coming up uh we'll get into that later uh any, any more to say about it? I mean, is no, it, it's, is, it's it those... is it what I I mean? Yeah, I mean, does it sound it's like a huge the... departure? Is it more okay? Is it more more brothers, or is it more uh, like attack and release earlier? Um, I feel like it's
0: it's almost like if I'm listening to it. If I had to be honest, it's like. If I had to just say as a statement, it's like if you listen to it, it's like they're saying, Yeah, you liked brothers. And that was your gateway into us. But we actually like we love this music. And it this album is never gonna be no more we're never gonna make brothers again. It's but impossible. St-
1: but right. I mean it's also their absolute peak. I mean it's right. It's it's the best record they've ever made.
0: But it also feels like if they just if they just pulled just a little bit of what brothers was they have it in them to make the same thing on a bigger scale even better like that's a well they could go back to easily when when you listen when you get in and listen to everything and just like the music in general i mean i've gotten way more into just list trying to listen to music trying to pull out instruments sections whatever over lyrics i know some people are like well lyrics make the song and i'm I agree, but also on some level I have to like the instruments in flow together in order for me to like actually have some kind of response to it. So that is why a lot more electronic stuff, a lot more synth stuff to me, because if you can evoke that with no lyrics and there's not a story being told, like I love storytelling stuff. I love that. That's great. You know, never get tired of it, but I like, I've been focusing more on like, just being in the moment with whatever music's there for me and allowing that to be where I find whatever response I'm going to find to it, you know? And when you can meld those two together perfectly, that's when you get to like, you know, really to me, for me, for my taste, that's when you're like, you're, you're cooking with gas, you're on, you know, firing on all cylinders. So yeah, definitely. That's my number, my number eight. All right. My number eight
1: is Skids and Angels from Tobacco. Oh, it's just, oh, is that that? The music videos that scare you to death. Yeah. Uh, this. That, that, that
0: thing, the person?
1: I feel, I feel like this is your record. Really? Like where, somewhere to like where, when I was making you go through all the Y records. Right. And I think it was Mumps, et cetera, where you were finally, you were like, this man. This right here, which was surprising. Which one is after? It's right after alopecia, or no? Excuse me, Eskimo snow was right after. Maybe it was Eskimo snow that you like really flipped for. I or it was mumps.
0: I, I think it was mumps. It was either that or Mohlene, one With, of the two. Yes, I can't remember. But I should my... go back and listen to those episodes. The but... mum... I think it was mumps actually, because I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's when I felt like I like they know what they're doing now. They got they figured it all out on mumps, okay. even though you know. Um, They did it way before. I just wasn't aware until I got better from the mumps.
1: But, yeah, I will. uh, Sorry, but I am talking about tobacco. Tobacco, yes. uh, Which I will play a little bit of because I don't think we'll get sued, and I don't think he'll mind, and I'm just going to play it here in the room. Uh, This is a little bit of We're There, which would be my, uh, my recommendation. The reason I recommend it to you is because it's maybe the most chill and not like non-creepy that he's maybe ever been it's like
0: as far as songs or music videos or what
1: just just the vibe in general with this one i feel like it's a little more approachable for like what you like um so yeah Gavin's vibing hard. Throw this on on your drive home. You will love it. Skids and Angels. Tobacco. The track is worth it. Check it out on the playlist. And we'll not get sued. And we'll keep it moving, We're I We're there. That
0: sounds like... Like I put that on at the end of Night of the Comet. When you're riding out through the desert, there's really nobody left alive. It's just you, the Jeep, whoever else that you have with you. You've survived this crazy thing, and you're just kind of moving on to whatever promised land that you can find somewhere else. I think I think like synthwave a lot takes me to that like post-apocalyptic space, but at the same time, like I don't know something about I don't know maybe it's just because it's like you're stripped of any kind of like um, does that have lyrics? Obviously, later
1: he um he does sing, but not much on this one. Uh, And whenever he does, it's through a very particular like vocal. That's yeah. uniquely him. It's all processed and everything. Okay, good. Uh, but it's it's very So, I mean, do uh, very you ever minimal hear his real voice? No, he never sings with his real voice. Okay. No.
0: See, I like that. That, that um, actually makes me kind of interested even more. Because, like, one of the people that I've, I've fought, like, one of my podcasts I listen to, I never realized until recently that the host that does it, he is Australian, but he does put his voice through a filter so that you don't actually hear his regular speaking voice. Gotcha. And that, and he, he doesn't, he just, he calls himself Casey, but that's not his real name. And like, apparently only maybe like four people in his actual family know what he does and know that he's this dude. So I don't know. I like shit like that. So I'll, have to, I'll definitely get a listen. Um,
1: I just got to shout out some, some track names just to yeah, entice yeah, yeah. you, but we got bitch ass moon. Okay. Okay. Uh, gift breed. Yeah. Cupid dioxide. Hmm. And my personal favorite title, intimacy coordinator. Uh, but sounds yeah. like a fun job skids and angels short little it's like just over a half hour uh he he never fails to disappoint and yet you should still not explore the videos no. i mean uh they're still just as in by your standards they're still as weird and disturbing as they've ever been. Just like uh, but The music, skin the tunes themselves yeah, are, the, are going to be way more approachable for like, you. You should totally drive home to this tonight. Okay, You will love it. Skids and Angels. I've said it like five times now. Okay. I'm trying to make it stick in Gavin's brain uh, and the listener. Okay. Uh, back over to you for your number seven.
0: My number seven. Lucky number seven. So, Noah, I was 16 years old when these men last recorded an album together i'm talking my number seven okay it's the tipping point from tears for oh tears. hell
1: yeah uh glad, it, glad years, it's getting a shout out uh, 18
0: years they have not put out an album together and it sounds like all they've done for the last 17 years is sit in a room and write with each other some of the shit that like this that you could have released this album Right after uh, "Songs from the Big Chair," and people would have been like, "That's the album we should be talking about." As far as I'm concerned, again, love "Songs from the Big Chair." It's like it should it should be woven. "Songs from the Big Chair" is woven into everyone's DNA who's ever heard it. Once you hear "Songs from the Big Chair," it it moves through your vertebrae, and you just know it. It's a perfect record. It's yeah. the, one of the very few perfect records of all time. This one. To me, could stand toe to toe with it if people wanted to take it there. I love it's a bold it. statement, and maybe I need
1: to give this one a few more. I am maybe I'm, I'm overselling
0: spends. it to get people to listen to it because I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I mean, I was very excited. I
1: I think it was very well reviewed as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. No, I was uh, I was very excited. They were back on the circuit. They were playing like you know, they had a bunch of like recent live videos that cropped up online, and so I knew it was coming out. And I I gave it to spend like the weekend it dropped uh and really enjoyed it i'm curious what's your pick because mine might be different this might be a double you might be getting two tracks off of this one i mean obviously title track
0: works for me um the other which one which is I, a super solid single yeah okay we'll throw a tipping point on there
1: and um curious if you're gonna say what i'm gonna say i the only one i
0: really like is break the man
1: okay Well, we got three on there, then. What yours then? My Demons, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because my demons don't get out that much. So good. Okay, yeah, we're doing three, then. Hell yeah, Tears, Four Fears. Uh, Yeah, no, they still got it. From a songwriting perspective, uh, it manages to have enough of a, it's like, It's nostalgic without being pandering, if that makes sense. It just sounds like they just never stop making records. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like they're reaching back for some former glory or something. It just sounds like like... the logical evolution. And that's the thing I feel like people forget is like, yes, songs from the big chair, huge record. But on those other records, they were always more experimental in the electronic space than I think anybody realized they were at the time. If you just listen to the singles which i mean the singles are fucking dynamite but a lot of those records have way more uh way more going on especially some of the later later ones uh so to yeah the point it was that like
0: i've heard stuff on pop radio now and people are like oh it's so and so with elton john i'm like it's not elton john it's a recording of elton john from the 70s because that man doesn't sound like that anymore
1: like oh yeah cold cold hot like yeah.
0: By you. Or, like, uh, the Tiny Dancer one that they use. And then. Um, I don't know if I've heard There's one I with him and Britney out. Spears. I think they use Tiny Dancer. And okay. there's another one um, that it's just, I'm like, it's not him. Like, oh, it's Elton John. No, it's a recording of his voice that they, they dubbed in that. Maybe whoever the girl is, is singing in the moment. But that's a recording from the 70s. Because if you listen to Elton John now, he does not sound like that at all. Maybe he can reach back deep down, and get that voice, but like, it seems like it would be a strain, that man's grown up, he knows what he's doing, and apparently he's on the, the farewell tour now, so I'm glad we saw him when we did in Vegas, but yeah, that's the thing, this doesn't sound like they ever quit recording, and you know, again, they got, they took, I feel like they took the time writing, if it took them 18 years, it took them 18 years, you know, if they could make it to another 18 years for another album, that's great, but if they never put out another one, it's perfectly fine too, because as far as I'm concerned, this is a perfect, if you're never going to make another one, this was a nice one to have before you decided, okay, we're done. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what's your number seven?
1: Uh, My number seven is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers from Kendrick Lamar.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: a much anticipated record that I feel like had a lot of attention on it for like a week after it dropped and then just like kind of completely fell out of the conversation i feel yeah. like the reaction was basically like oh it's not damn again okay mm-hmm. um and there was a certain amount of disappointment but then there was also a counter narrative of a lot of critics who were like maybe this is like the best record second best record um i spent a lot of time with it when it came out like listened to it for a couple weeks straight honestly um mm-hmm. definitely hot one of one of the highest of my rotation this year um and it's one of those where songs that I was not as crazy about, maybe the first, like that first night when it dropped, when right. it was like, "This is an event. I'm ready. I'm sitting down. I'm devoting all my attention to it." Um, there's some that grew on me. At the same time, there are tracks on here that are so uh, emotional and rough thematically that it's like, oh, "Okay, if I'm like, <laughs> you know, rolling through this, I'm gonna skip this one." It's also 19 tracks long. Uh, it is not a not a short record by any stretch of the imagination hour and uh, almost 20 minutes Uh, but the three i'm going to kind of recommend is actually the last the very last three and there's there's been a bunch of stuff written about it after the fact where it's like you can play with the the sequencing like the sequencing is essentially a mirror of itself Mm -hmm. Um, so you can listen to it in both directions and you get different things out of it different parallels people have done you can literally go on Spotify and see all different configurations people have made out of it Hmm. but I'm I guess I'm highlighting the three Mr. Morale which I guess is sort of one of the uh, title tracks uh, which has just a crazy I mean I'll play it for two seconds the synth line in this one just the bass synth is oh and the intro too Sorry, I'll, I'll stop it. But uh, yeah, it's just this driving synth bass line through the whole thing. Uh, and then that transitions into Mother I Sober, one of the most like emotionally uh, charged tracks on the album that features Beth Gibbons of Portishead. And uh, then The Closer, which I feel like some people have highlighted as like a weak point, uh, which is Mirror, uh, which is one of my favorite tracks on the record. But that that stretches pretty unimpeachable uh, there was also a feeling that like there was not like a distinguishable single off of it or like a banger uh, so I feel like that's why again when we're talking about it seems like everything is so singles focused these days and very you know chewed up and spit out like I feel like nobody you know a lot of these records are like oh how quickly can we get the review written and some of these things you're like, maybe they, you know, maybe sometimes they would benefit from taking like two or three months exactly. Same or like, the, like ta- taking time. a week, just taking a beat after it's available to everybody to just like sit and digest it. Um, Cause yeah, it's like, I, and I don't know how it works as a music critic. It's like how far in advance you get something or like if sometimes you're literally like you're waiting with the regular public and it's like, oh, it drops at midnight and I have to like have a reaction to it like that. And, yeah, I wonder sometimes if that plays into it. Something that's like... Something that's so... As narratively dense as some of these individual tracks are, for instance, on this album, where Mm -hmm. I'm like, how could you even begin to, like, parse that or, like, really write a reaction to it on on your third listen, Mm -hmm. let alone, like, five or six deep. You know what I mean? Right. Um, So I think the more I've sat with it, it's like, like I said there are only of that big massive track list. There's only a handful that I go back to and cherry pick as like, Oh, I'll throw these into my like rotation now Mm -hmm. because it is very much a, if I'm going to put this on, it's, it's going to be the whole experience or I'm going to break it into the two chunks. Uh, but yeah, as far, I mean, not that anybody cares about my (laughs) personal ranking, but for me it is, it's number two only to good kid, mad city at this point. Um, I, I like Damn, and it's like, yeah, it's great. It's like it's four, 14 tracks of like pretty much straight bangers, but there's also some tracks on there that I kind of like think are completely disposable and don't really enjoy right. that much, even though I get why it was such a huge, massive success. I just feel like it was also one of those, like... I mean, just, we were talking about The Black Keys a little bit ago, but it's like, yeah, he's never going to be able to replicate that, and he intentionally... Did not try to. It was like, no, instead I'm actually... And the most... I mean, I didn't really talk about it thematically, but the most intriguing angle of the whole thing is, of course, he's, whether it was, like, self-imposed or, like, thrust upon him, whatever, there's been this kind of, like, he's the savior of, like, modern-day hip-hop. Like, this is the one true, like, you know, old-school guy who's still, still doing it, still bringing, like, real stories to it, whatever. And he basically completely flips that narrative and is like, no, I'm going to like tell you exactly who I am as an individual. And like, I am not
0: somebody to be like
1: worshiped or put on a pedestal me, boy.
0: Cause I ain't said shit. I got it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get what um, you mean. I can appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And that, and again, your mileage may vary with that because it's like, I don't know anybody who was thrown on this record expecting like, Oh, a bunch of like party songs all of a sudden for them like oh life is good whatever but uh i don't think they were prepared for like i'm gonna make the most deeply confessional like personal thing i've ever done and it's not gonna be overtly commercial it's gonna be thorny and like weird to deal with and have some like quote-unquote problematic elements to it when, and when it's like it's all a big uh damn was what twenty. There's a five or seven
0: year gap. Hold on. I, dude, I'm sorry. All, yeah. Time is a motherfucker lately. It is Hold a flat service. But like, what <laughs> I'm saying is... 2017 was down. The, throw, the Pulitzer
1: Prize winning
0: rap album. Right. Uh, I will remind everyone. But yeah. in that interim space, which we we have to have the caveat now. When, how you can know, you Black expect Panther, someone...
1: Black Panther soundtrack was in there as well. Right. But Not how that do that's you... like a huge artistic statement.
0: But. how do you expect someone who if we're just going with one it affected it's affected everybody how do you expect someone who has has who lived and is still living through a global pandemic to be have that thrust upon them consciously subconsciously knowing that like there's a tiny microbe out there that might end my life and i still get to make music and do this How do you expect that to not have a self-reflection? When, yeah, life may be really good. Maybe he could could have just as easily come out with a 14-track party banger, look at me, I'm Kendrick Lamar, I made Damn, I made Good Kid Mad City. Y'all think I'm the savior of hip-hop? I'll show you what the savior of hip-hop looks like, look at me. But instead he's like, you know what, I think I'm going to look in the mirror, and I think I'm going to do something I want to do. You do a couple for them. You do one for yourself. Same as movies. You know what I mean? It's the, so I mean, how could you not expect that? I mean, I'm not that that's what I was expecting you to tell me this thing was about, but it makes complete sense to me that that's what this thing's about. Yeah. And I think even, to the point that with him and all that's been around him, I think you get this, whether you have a pandemic or not, just because the oh, type of I, person no, I think is, he is, this, w- I this think is what this you're going to get this ultimately
1: the trajectory, but definitely the pandemic. Uh, played a huge role in it because he literally says in some of the opening bars that um, he basically hadn't written you know he was, had writer's block for two and a half years right. post damn essentially um, but yeah it's also it's it's the therapy album I mean it's him yeah. basically discovering Eckhart Tolle and uh, yeah getting really into like self-reflection and it again to me it's his conceptually it's his most interesting record and sonically sonically it's closer to uh to pimp a butterfly right with more of the like jazz influence of just like some of it's kind of wildly unstructured some of it's like you know staccato and weird and like right. out there it's a you know it's got a lot of different flavors to it but it somehow all fits together uh but yeah Obviously, it was one It was one of the biggest, noisiest releases of the year that I feel like also I'm interested to see where it does ultimately land as far as the end of the year in terms of top tens with mm-hmm. people, uh, especially if they had more time to sit with it. Uh, but yeah, my number seven, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers.
0: Okay. My number six. Lay it on me. The unraveling. Of Pup, the band. Very happy
1: to see this make your cut. Uh, we have our first, not not Synergy, but, uh, okay. well, it is Synergy. We're on the same, well, Synergy is when it's in the same spot. Well, I mean, is it on your list? Do you need to take it? It is on my list. No, uh, it's not higher. Uh, it's okay. my number 13, gotcha. uh, an album okay. that I liked quite a bit. For me, I'll just say, before I let you go, uh, does, didn't hit the high highs of Morbid Stuff, right. which I think is almost a perfect record uh but I thought it was still really really good. Oh yeah, and uh kind of short, sweet, simple and to the point uh
0: yeah yeah, no, it's Talk it's one it. of those where like um in reading about it and reading about the production and their ambition of like, let's just go try, let's go in the studio and try to make the best like recreate the best live show we could ever play. And it definitely like, you know, listen, I listened to it and then I, read about it and I listened to it again and going back into it again, being like, okay, if that was the ambition, that's the thing that I was like trying to figure out as I'm listening to it the first time is what am I, what am I, not what I'm supposed to mean, but like, where are they coming from when giving me this? I, I do right. it with everything. What am I trying to, you know, what am I trying to, what am I trying to get from this, that they might be subtly or oh, oh heavy handily with lyrics trying to convey to me? And the idea, it's like, I, I agree with you, morbid stuff, great, you know, top to bottom. This one, it's not morbid stuff, but it's not bad. And it's not like, a, I don't think it's a, it's hard to say that it like it, you let off the gas when it's still like, you know, it's still really great and I love it, but it's like, it's not the first thing I had from, them. but I mean, you could literally, you can literally handpick any one of the songs on here. I think just hit the the lyrics, the way that they're given to you, just like you said, sonically with all that stuff, it just, it's one of those that it's like, you know, they, before I knew about them, it's one of those like, I didn't necessarily know that this band was one I would probably like, just like to have in my rotation of like, you know, driving around, doing whatever here and there. And like, oh, okay, this is on a, on my ran, you know, like it's in there shuffled randomly. And it's like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to sit here for a minute and listen to the rest of the song before I actually, like, get out of the car and go to Walgreens. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's good.
1: We'll shout out Totally Fine, which I think is yes. the lead single. I'm mm-hmm. also going to throw on Relentless and mm-hmm. Waiting. We'll Waiting was three. going to be the one I picked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great record. We love those guys. I still haven't had the opportunity to see them live, but, uh, I, well, I've them. had the opportunity. I've missed it, I should say, rather. They have played Charleston. Uh, oh, really? But, yeah. So hopefully they'll be back around again soon. We'll see. Uh, another band that would be really cool if they just, I don't know, all of a sudden decided to play here. Uh, it was called The Smile. They put out an album called A Light for Attracting Attention. Huh. Uh, are you familiar with The Smile,
0: Gavin? Is it that movie where, like, if you see somebody? Like, no. Like, prob- that, that? Maybe
1: a little confusion. <laughs> maybe, maybe. This is
0: The Smile, not Smile.
1: Maybe. Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and uh, uh, who else is in this uh, this
0: old band here? Is this like a new super group?
1: There, I, I, mean,
0: it's basically. It's funny how those it's only. basically Radiohead head with a
1: different drummer, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I think Nigel Godrich, their uh, longtime producer, is also in. Th- is more heavily involved with the production. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm
0: saying I just missed that in pop acts I, I mean it's, it happens a dime a dozen In like metal and heavy heavy rock acts Where it's like You could call this a super group Because it's so and so from this band And this band And their drummer and all that But like you don't see it happen In any other kind of genre You know It's like yeah. You know It's it's strange that it's only in that And I feel like it could literally be in anything I mean some of these I Maybe rock just lends itself to that But it's one of those like You know why don't you see it more? Yes.
1: Uh, I guess as far like, if you're going to go in a comparison, like, what makes it different, it's not, like, a huge drastic departure. I would just say it might be a little more approachable for, like, a casual listener or somebody who hasn't, like, delved into them in a while. Because I know, I mean, you you were my, weirdly, my introduction to them. Before I like ever li- sat down and listened to an album like years past or whatever, but like,
0: well, you can thank Baz Luhrmann for that. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. I did. I would never have known who the fuck that. Like that was my complete introduction to that. Right. Was
0: Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I feel like everybody's introduction, at least that I know, was well, to I them. Feel like it was, was that was creep for a lot of people.
1: But well, the, yeah. And which I I probably had heard on the radio up to Just that point. Probably is. heard Karma Police and a few other things, but. It was like no. That was when I was like, oh, Radiohead made the connection in my brain. Like that's who this band is. Uh, so, it's got maybe a little more of a punk influence on some of it. Okay. Uh, which I think you would enjoy. Uh, still playing around a lot with electronics. Johnny's doing a lot of a lot of tinkering and weird stuff. But uh, it's 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 good. Uh, I like it a lot. One of those that I've gotten more and more out of every time I go back to it. I would say, if I'm picking, I would narrow it down to two, I guess my two faves uh, as of today when I re listen to it for like the third time. Uh, Open the Floodgates and A Hair Dryer would be my two picks. Those are going on the the old playlist. So yeah, Life Retracking Attention from The Smile, which again is the closest thing you're going to get to a Radiohead album for a long time. Uh, That's my number six. Your number five my coming number five. into the top five we got uh, Gavin Blanchard with his his pick for one of the best albums of the year Lay it on us I
0: appreciate that intro No, in my uh, starting off uh, kicking off no number top uh, top five is a little album called uh, it uh well maybe I need to do some explaining I have lived my entire adult life Never mentioning this on this podcast. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Noah, that I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. Harry's House, <laughs> number five. I love the kid. I love it. Uh, you could literally... It is funny. I just realized this is a weird synergy. Both Pup and Harry Styles have a song called Matilda on their new records. Which one's better? Um, I would say Pup's better. Just because... But that's just because my whole entire—I am stuck in, like, the first five songs of this album.
1: Okay. Like, I just— I don't think I've heard anything other than As It Was. Can we put something other than As It Was on Late Night Talking is pretty good. Late Night Talking, Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Well, hold on. Okay. Which is the opener. Well, let's just do it in that order then. Yeah. Well, this is probably going to be flipped order on the playlist. I don't know. Hey, it's an adventure on this playlist. Just throw it on shuffle and have a good time. Okay. Did you see? Uh, Don't worry, darling.
0: I did. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's you it's, can catch it's, it on HBO. Not going to be on your. Not going to be on your. If I did a twenty, it would, and it's solely for Florence Pugh. Okay. And the fact that Harry Styles was we supposed to be. We can that on a movie podcast. But like question, but it was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf, not him, right? That is correct. Okay, just checking, because see, weirdly, like, again, I have it again. I think Adore You is is one of the best songs ever written. Is that I don't a Harry Styles song? Yeah, Adore, yeah, of course. It's a fine line. What are you, what are you <laughs> even living under a fucking, fucking rock. rock? Well, no. Okay. So he openly... <laughs> admits, I,
1: I don't know who fucking Harry Styles is. This fucking wanker. Well, we can't trust a goddamn thing he says. He's trying to
0: pander to us, he's putting the smile on here. Mm-hmm.
1: And he doesn't even listen to Harry
0: Styles. And I'm talking, I'm talking Harry Styles, not he's One put, Direction, Harry Styles. He Star- thinks
1: he's all uh, punk rock with his idols, <laughs> throwing idols on the list all the fucking time.
0: <laughs> what about our pop stars? <laughs> what the, about them, eh? You know what that reminds <laughs> me of? The opening of Velvet Goldmine what do you want to be? I want to be a pop idol. <laughs> and it's talking about fucking Oscar Wilde as a child. Seriously though, he had the pandemic not happened. He says he probably would have just kept touring with fine line, which adore you. He's got tons of songs on there. That's, you know, it, you know, b- big hit, the biggest album for him, all that kind of stuff. But with, COVID happening, he basically decided, I'm going to get in a car and drive through Europe and I'm going to see family and kind of get back to like what it is to be my, like me, just in the world that I'm in, not like, oh, I'm Harry Styles. I, you know, was in this band and now I make music. And so, knowing, kind of reading about that, like I watched the interview before it came out because I didn't realize it had come out. I was like, holy shit, this is brand new. And when it first came out i listened to about the first like three tracks then i played i like just i had on shuffle and amazingly shuffle never brought up as it was and again listened to it thought great but i didn't listen to the whole thing so i go for a while and i'm hearing this as it was song on the radio and i'm like it's kind of catchy but no one ever says who it is because I'm like, oh, that's cute as it was. Because they're I,
1: like, you should bloody well know who it
0: is. Yes, I feel like a real tussle for not understanding that beforehand. Anyway, um, so then like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna re-listen to this whole thing just to kind of like to make sure it really is gonna make the list at all. And then I listened through. And I'm like, oh my god, as it as it was was like the fourth track. I never got to it somehow, so that catapulted it immediately to the top five spot. So yeah, the top of the pops.
1: Yep. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, Isn't there I'm burnt like a, out on that song. I've heard it yeah. a billion times, and I haven't heard anything else from this record. So another one
0: yeah. uh,
1: where it's, I can't, dude, it's I can't really those, comment.
0: Yeah, well, it's one of those, like, I don't want to put him in a box as far as, like, he's a Timberlake or he's somebody else that came from a band and, like, now they're on their own. I want to put it in the mindset of, like, this kid knows music in general and can literally transition from genre to genre back and forth with relative ease. And it's almost like he just has this ear for shit that like you would not think someone like that's supposed to have.
1: I don't know. I, I, I feel like we may have talked about it on a podcast at some point. So forgive me if one of our 50 listeners is like, dude, I move on. Right. I remember this. But uh, he was on Stern mm-hmm. with his band, and they covered uh, Sledgehammer. Yes. By Peter Gabriel. hmm And that was the th- thing that I saw from him that was like everything clicked, and I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. And like, to your point of like, this guy has an ear for it, and I was like, and also has an incredible band because they recreated every little nuance of that song. Yeah. And also kind of made it their own, but didn't change his arrangement. Like, it was fucking great. Yeah. It was, like, fantastic. So that was the thing that sold me on him as well. I was like, I get it. And the first, like, 20, 30 times I heard it As It Was, I was like, this is, you know, impeccable pop song. It's Like, mm-hmm. it's great. It's fantastic. It's literally next, and it's now next I'm, I'm like, you. if I ever hear it again, which is the case with most great pop songs, right? At a certain point, you're like, if I ever hear that shit again, I will literally murder someone. Yeah. I will kill Harry Styles. Um, I do. I didn't uh, actually say that. Please, his fan base, whatever the hell they're called, do not come after
0: me. The silence. No. Is that me. it? I don't. No idea. It makes sense. Yeah. No.
1: Too and easy. Too I simple. Would, and
0: I would implore you, just because it's adorable, please go watch the little mini movie that was made for adore you. Where he okay. he finds a fish and it keeps getting bigger in every tank that it is, and then okay. halfway through the video he kind of stops to do this weird dance thing with the fish on the side of the on the side of a cliff. It's like, Okay, it's amazing. All right, yes, I feel so much better now that I've told the whole world, all the fifty people who listen, <laughs> which is there's more than fifty because there's been plenty of people that have texted me in the end room like, uh, so do y'all not podcast anymore? And I was like, eh, I don't know. Oh, so, well, I'd like to know who those people. Are. And thank you to those people. We are back. We're back.
1: For the end of the year.
0: <laughs> and then who knows what happens when January starts. Uh, my okay. phone just won't be ringing.
1: Where are we at? are i I'm five. in my top five. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, this gentleman put out two records this year. Only one of them is on my list because the other one was... I was I was nonplussed by him. but but... Uh, Mr. Jack White, no, uh, oh, okay, former member of the White Stripes. Ever heard of him? Uh, what about the Rancour's? tours <laughs> Tours uh, He's in that. Yeah, they too? put out a record. What was that? Was last year that mm-hmm. I did not care for. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I feel so like... I've been a little, you know, one of my faves of all time. But I, somebody I've been a little cold on recently. Yeah. But Fear of the Dawn, which uh-huh. was the first of the the two albums he dropped. It's 40 minutes of just, like, experimental rock and roll bliss for me personally. Just not a dull moment on it. My two shout-outs. Heidi Ho featuring Q-Tip. Okay. If you you don't know, Gavin, you better ask somebody. Uh, If you have not heard this, it'll probably be the first thing I play for you as soon as we wrap this episode. Okay. Just an immediate, like an all-timer where I was just like this is fucking great okay uh and then i would also shout out into the twilight which uh is also just immediately infectious he's just i it, you know the guitar playing is effortless and effervescent as ever uh it's i don't think that actually applies uh, just it's effortless excuse me okay um and yeah, just a lot of weird production choices. It again never never once loses my interest. It's a total like top to bottom just throw it on, jam out for 40 minutes. Uh yeah, it's just a fun time. And then the uh <laughs> the follow-up uh Entering Heaven Alive is basically okay, here's my more stripped down uh acousticy vibe. Uh less experimental. And uh, I did not respond to that one as much. Uh, it's also almost exactly 40 minutes, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Fear of the Dawn is the one I would recommend uh, for Mr. Jack White. I thought a uh, a nice, pleasant return to form of sorts, uh, which is basically just him doing whatever the fuck he wants uh, on record. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we're, we're firmly into the top five. Let's keep it rolling with
0: your number four. Well, I believe me, number four, is going to be not battle of the Brits. It's um, uh,
1: you have a tie. Is that what you're
0: talking? No, I mean it was a, it was a fight between Harry Styles and George Ezra, and uh, well a Gold Rush kid, but George Ezra it won the today. It's number four.
1: I'm not familiar.
0: Okay. You don't know who George Ezra is?
1: I don't think so. Should I?
0: Do you know about his house in Budapest? His golden grand piano. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was. What's him. his last name? Ezra. George Ezra.
1: I'm sorry, I'm looking
0: him up. From Hertford, Hertfordshire, England.
1: Um, George Did Ezra. not know he was British. Yep. Uh, thought he, he was d- from the islands. Dude, he okay.
0: does not. He's a Sam Smith. He's a Rick Astley. You do not expect that voice from that guy. And it's so amazingly, just. it's so weird. You look at him, you're like, this guy is just like... Joe Britton, you know what I mean? Like it's just like every, every you know, classic Joe Britton. You know, Shouldn't it be James Britton? James, sorry, Joseph. Classic Britton. James Britton. Classic Joseph. Britton. We all know the classic stereotype, <laughs> as exemplified by Mr. James Britton. But like, just I any this guy's voice, and just it's. He does have a great voice. Again, I thought he was from the islands. So
1: I don't <laughs> okay. know what I even mean by that, but you know what I mean I know what that. you mean by that. And then yeah. I look at this this Conan O'Brien looking motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I this say that with love. Hair. I say that with a lot of love. This blonde Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Uh Yeah.
0: And, like, I... So okay, what, par- are, what par- are the no, songs, no, okay, Gold just, Rush, Here I'm, I'm getting to it. Okay, yes, Bill. Par- Paradise played on my work at work all the time and i was like okay i gotta figure out who this is started listening to i was like oh my god okay this is this guy's name it's like it's kind of catchy i like it and i realized wait a minute this is the the budapest guy you know like he he had that hit on the radio years ago all right and so then just over time i'm like i'm gonna keep an eye on whatever and i realized this dropped and i don't really consider myself like a folk person I don't really consider myself like a pop person, but when you meld the two, I'm no Bob Dylan, Noah, but I'll tell you something: when you meld the two, one of my
1: favorite things you've ever said on this podcast, (laughs) right up there with—I don't know if I'm allowed to like indie movies. I don't know if I'm a folk person. It was the inflection on person. but when you meld as if you're confused about what a what a folk person like what they i don't know what i identify as am i, I a folk don't, person am i'm I sorry a am i a pop guy am i a center
0: or synth waiver i don't know synthesizer <laughs> i don't know what it is my point being is that when you mix the two with you got folk and pop a la adani osman a folk folk no Polk. Polk. Yeah. James K. Polk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or like Folk pop. Yeah. Fop. Polk. That's what... Fop. It's Fop, God damn it. <laughs> I'm a Dapper Dan. I'm man. a Dapper Dan. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want Fop, God damn. <laughs> Take a dozen hair oh, Um my God. when you mix the two, like I you cannot you hey, try we'll and be jelly. <laughs> <laughs> try and be sad listening <sighs> to this Gold Rush Kid album. Try it. Okay. When, you, when you come home from work and you're not feeling good, you may be bummed about something that happened at work. You're not feeling good. Try and be sad and just listening like,
1: to green, green grass.
0: Yeah. Is that what I'm doing? My, or actually my favorite is the opener and that's, um, anyone for you. Oh my God. Tiger Lily? Yes. Oh my God, dude. All right. I'm telling you, you know. I would love it. I, I don't know who people consider more popular. I think thinking the world's really digging Harry Styles, so obviously he's the headliner.
1: Is Manila like Budapest Part Two? Uh, My mm-hmm. house in Manila. Stop it! You
0: put some respect on. George Where Ranger's I eat name. vanilla <laughs> ice cream. Ooh, cream. Ooh, I eat it all. I know. <laughs> See, I can write shit.
1: Anyway. Um, okay. Sure, does right. No, as soon as you now that you've uh, informed me, yes, I do know who this is. Yeah. I do like his voice, and uh, did not know uh, that this album existed or that he had new music.
0: And if you look it up on Apple Music now, it is nice because they basically just re-released it with Christmas tracks that he he came out with for this year as well. Which I'm like, okay, that's that's great. But yeah, I, you know, he's younger than both of us. That's the crazy thing. Like, it's just like, oh yeah so this kid's got a lot going for him and you know i i can't wait to hear the next one but yeah gold rush kid from george ezra is my number four lovely uh my number four
1: is uh from a gentleman who's be- i don't know cl- quickly becoming a, a staple of some of my year-end list and uh this one, this one grew on me. I had a lot of anticipation, mm-hmm. and then I uh, needed some time to digest. It's Ugly Season from Perfume Genius. Uh, I was waiting for it. Set My Heart on Fire Immediately from Twenty Twenty was wow, a revelation for me. Uh, great record, and in retrospect, maybe the most accessible thing he was ever going to make, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why I did latch onto it so much. But uh, sitting here several months later, there are uh, several tracks off of Ugly Season that I constantly go back to. Uh, I would shout out Pop Song as maybe the singularly most accessible and maybe only accessible song on the entire record. Uh, so, somewhat ironically named, but also aptly named. So, uh, it's again produced by Blake Mills, probably my favorite working. Music producer, um, just so much going on, so much depth, sonically, uh, texturally, all that good stuff. And then Mike Hadris' is just insanely like crazy haunting vocals and range across all of it. Uh, I'm shouting out Pop Song, uh, the title track, Ugly Season, uh, and uh, also shout out Photograph. I will say the thing that kind of unlocked it for me was
0: the Def Leppard cover photograph. Yes, uh, which was kind of a surprise, now, honestly. Did, now, no, did he make this from a perfume genius in a mall? So it sounds like it's it's like that's where he produced it. You know those like the perfume places in the middle of the mall. Is that what those are called? I don't know. Just a joke. Oh, that, you know, perfume oh. stores in the mall. Like that, that's the perfect name for a store in the mall that just sells perfume. It's perfume also genius. the perfect
1: name an artist
0: to yeah.
1: be like oh you haven't heard of perfume genius oh yeah, yeah. check that out because you know what uh, you're never but, gonna know how it okay. smells. There is an <laughs> there's an accompanying <laughs> uh why
0: that perfume uh, genius there's an
1: accompanying opera based on Pygmalion <laughs> that dropped during Pride Month to accompany the album which features several tracks of the album.
0: Okay.
1: Um it is uh awesome. I guess is, would be my first adjective.
0: So there's an opera uh, on top of the album. Well
1: it, as I understand it, cert, like the album was essentially created because, like, for this, but then it, the album expanded out of okay of this thing. Uh, but yeah, it is very gay and unapologetic about it which is essentially exactly what perfume genius is as an artist but some incredible uh choreography and like visual spectacle uh highly recommend it it's about 45 minutes long you can find it on youtube uh yeah okay but yeah ugly season is the album and uh check it out it's definitely a vibe that you kind of need to sit in for a little bit and I would recommend start to finish there's a lot of uh recurring like themes musically uh it all it feels very much like you could imagine an entire like opera to this thing but okay uh, I think you would dig some tracks probably it, though I would play the way I would you're play describing it, it is very
0: uh, intriguing yes uh Okay, you're we're
1: we're getting there. We're the top three. three.
0: So Noah, my number three is a little album called "Intergalactic." Not "Intergalactic," "Intergalactic" <laughs> from Mister Scott. I'm um, excuse me, Kid Cudi. <laughs> Basically, there was an animated series for Netflix that premiered in September. Which I have not watched yet. And I've watched a couple episodes really good. This is the album that accompanies it. It is a complete departure from, like, put Moon Man Part 3 on and then go into this and you're like, "What, what the hell is this? But that's when you start to realize the beauty and genius that is Kid Cudi, that he's able to... Have that come out last year mm-hmm. and be the long-awaited third part of the trilogy, and then lo and behold, he just got this one lying in wait, and it's it's sonically it's different. There is there's still like, yeah, this is why he does this. Like, just showcases the the art, the skill, the flow, the bar, all that, but just comes back, but just as much like melody and like just like singing vibe like it's it's all it's like a, every facet of his game so to speak every facet of what makes him the artist that i love is showcased in this brilliantly i'm at i'm at the finish the series because i started and i was like i have other things i need to watch for tv but this is definitely good so yeah intergalactic what are we shouting me? now? i'm gonna shout out uh do what i want And I would probably say, can't believe it featuring two chains.
1: I do like a two chains feature.
0: I do like
1: a two chains feature. Faux show. Sorry, this is what we call dead air. Uh, yeah, excuse me. i You're adding another. Yeah. No. Oh, I mean, huge. Like, uh, it's it's huge no surprise. build up to my number three. Which well, yeah. Is, yeah. But, uh, okay.
0: I was gonna vent, you know, vamp until you got to your number three. But it is no surprise that I would, if, if Kid Cudi put an album out, it's gonna be in the top five. I mean, it's a given. You should have known better. Indeed. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. Jack. Uh, my <laughs> number three.
1: Of 2022 is one of the strongest debuts uh, in recent memory. Uh, It's been on a lot of year-end lists. You'll probably see it on quite a few more. It's Wet Leg by Wet Leg. Okay. These these ladies are a duo uh, from the Isle of Wight, and they just fucking rip. These are the catchiest songs you will hear all year. Um, if you don't, like, it's one of those, if you throw it on and you don't just, like, immediately fall in love with it, it's not for you. Uh, you would know that, like, from the opener, uh, which is Being in Love, which is my favorite, probably. Is there? Uh, but in- Shay's Lounge is the uh, the track that got them all kinds of attention.
0: Are they on the internet or on the radio?
1: Um, I don't know if Shay's Lounge, had, like, Shay's Lounge is probably, like, It's on the radio in like New York and LA and like bigger markets, Mm. but we're not getting it here, kind of thing. It's like they still it's like the highest of the high, and you know. Well, you know what I'm saying. In the same way that like K Rock in California, they're yeah, they're playing alternative music that we're not getting in Charleston. Even as cool as like, you know, we have the Bridge down here, which has pretty you know they're good about like new artists and stuff, but they do play a lot of the same shit over and over
0: again. And I just Um, mean in the idea of like we're still doing payola shit. We're like, if you want to, you want it played in your town, ta- you got to grease the wheels kind of thing. Cause it just makes no sense to me that like, if something, again, we have the internet. So right. what the point is the radio, but at the same time, it's like, that is still where a lot ide- of people discover shit though. How far which is we, wild to me? How far we go away from literally somebody just getting a, a radio station and just playing shit from the internet on the radio station. Like, No rhyme no, no ads, no nothing. I mean, I'm sure they probably doing all like pirate radio on the AM and stuff, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird that that has not met the few. It's like, obviously, yeah, the internet's where you're going to get it first, where you're going to find it first. And, but I mean, I can think of like at least 20 of the albums that we've talked about in the last couple of years where like no one's played any of that on the radio to my, to your point. Yeah. None of these Kid Cudi songs are on the radio. You know i mean and it just boggles my mind it's a testament to like the power of it and like why people and music artists at least embrace the idea of like let's put it out here because the radio is not the hit place anymore and yeah i'm not getting who cares if it goes double triple whatever platinum i'm gonna get my best raw reaction from the people who are here for me it's not about will they pay for it it's will they listen to it you know, and it's like you said. If, if you're not into that off off Jump Street, don't listen to it because you're just not going to get it. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll let you know as I'm driving home.
1: You should. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's just twelve tracks, all killer, no filler. Uh, Some forty one su- percent. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, <laughs> super catchy, like super smart, sardonic lyrics, uh, and it just it fucking rocks, dude. It just fucking rips. I love okay. it. Uh, my introduction to them was their Glastonbury set. I had been hearing the name for a bit, but I hadn't actually like listened to any of the music. And then I just, I was scanning through bands and was like, oh, I'll check them out. And yeah, within like one track, I was like, okay, I'm listening to this.
0: And then I was I was addicted to it, man. Do you think we're putting a lot of people from the UK on here because we're sad the Queen died? Is the Isle of Wight technically part of the UK? I would just assume it's part of the British Empire. I don't know what the deal is over there these days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I don't know who we're offending. Are we offending? Uh, but what you know what? Let's move. Up. Let's move right the fuck along. Because you know what? You know what? The rest of my people are—they're Americans. God yeah, damn it. it! Okay, the, the Isle of White, uh, like so,
0: W I G H T. Yes. Yeah, is in the House of Commons of the UK Parliament. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I guess there's more British people on my. I'm just wondering if we subconsciously are doing it because we're just sad that the queen died. That's all. I'm not. No, I'm not subconsciously sad about it. Okay. Or actively sad about it. Me neither. I'm just, are we doing it because they're invading acting too? And eventually they're just going to ask us to come back and we're going to be so desperate. We're like, we're sorry, mom. We'll come home. Oh,
1: we have TV and movies to litigate Uh the the British invasion. We'll Mm -hmm. get into that later. Okay. Yep. All right. The big, the big four. The top two from
0: each of us kick it off, brother. You might have heard about this next artist on a little movie from over twenty years ago. Well, no, not really. Probably only ten years ago. I don't know when it came out. My number two album is "Reborn" by Kavinsky. Oh, sleeper, oh. Oh. sleeper. I'm talking renegade, featuring cat Cautious Clay. I'm talking. You're sleeper. you're telling me
1: to you you gotta talking slow trigger. down. You I gotta mean, slow down.
0: This album fucks dude i'm serious no one does electronic like this guy or girl
1: i'm gonna need you to shout those out one more time for me
0: you can do renegade off of reborn
1: okay featuring cautious clay who who
0: i love that guy oh my god okay um i would go also with zenith and featuring uh, morgan phelan
1: mm -hmm. um not morgan wallen
0: some people will be disappointed Yeah, (laughs) well, sorry. You know who's gonna be disappointed? All them Broadway girls. Sorry. Okay, Uh, is Um, that what we're going with? Anything else? Um, God, literally, dude, you could literally put any song on here. It's a fucking banger. I'm just gonna put it on "Zombie" because I mean, why not? Okay, a little more Morgan Phelan. Why not? Yeah, I, I did not find out about this until probably three months after it came out, and I do this thing where like. If they were on the guest soundtrack, they were on the Drive soundtrack, they're on a list, and I just go back and I look to see who's put out new stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that this was out, I was like, okay, it's like a, oh no, it's not an EP. It's a whole fucking album. And I started listening to this, and it stayed up there to the point that I was almost considering switching it out for number one. That's just a testament to how much I it's, fucking love this 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 shit.
1: I I look forward to checking. Dude, this you out. please uh, the minute that completely you completely off to my it. radar, which yeah. I'm a little angry about because yeah. you know how I spent my it, my Halloween weekend after I got out of the Kevin Smith thing that nope. you were unable to join me for, unfortunately. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I was dressed as the driver right. to go there uh-huh. uh, in my jacket that you got me.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I. Yeah, I had to sit in traffic to get out of the parking garage, but you better believe when I, like, the whole walk back, and then once I got in my car and the whole drive down there, and then I did Cruise, like, King Street, listening to the Drive soundtrack yeah. featuring Kavinsky, of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it this was awesome. One... I But I'm saying, I had that up in rotation, I'm like, why would you guys not tell me that they had a new record this year?
0: It's one of those. It came out in March, apparently. You yeah. had all year to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, pick to me, picture, like, you know, Carpenter gave you the instructions of like, when you listen to this, just sit down, relax, close your eyes, and think about like, what movie this this song would be for. Like, if you can picture what movie I'm thinking of in your head when you're listening to these things, and I. I don't know if you can do that on a song by song basis with this, but you could definitely do it as an overarching theme of like, what movie would, would, would this album be sort of like a, um, like how, uh, Sergio Simpson had the whole, like the, he did, there was an anime that came out. They asked him to do the, the soundtrack for, and he came up with this or no, he came up with the album, then they did an anime for it. But like same thing But like listen to this All the way through And just tell me that It's like not one of the Best fucking electronic Albums you've heard In a long time Because I I think It's fucking amazing Uh, And that's why I purposely did not Say a damn thing to you Because I was waiting All all year long Plus we don't ever Really like Oh yo you heard This joint You heard that joint We don't really talk About music Unless it's on this podcast So It's true
1: And And occasionally We'll share some
0: tracks I'm all about that Gotcha moment
1: uh, My number two Your number two Maybe Synergy And if you haven't This is maybe the thing That uh, I think you should throw on The soonest Okay My number two Album Of 2022 Is Cheat Codes By Danger Mouse And Black Thought oh. One of the best Hip hop records I have heard In recent memory. Just a fantastic experience. You will love every second of it. But particularly, Belize, featuring the late great MF Doom. I believe one of his last recorded verses. There's a a few moments like that where it's, you know, projects that he was working on. uh, That are now finally being released kind of thing. So, this one was a while in the making, but the other one that I would shout out to you immediately is Strangers, which features Ace Rocky, and Run the Jewels. Oh, okay. Uh, but, it's Black Thought at the absolute top of his game. The beats and the production are incredible, because it's Danger Mouse, one of the best fucking producers on the planet. Um, and yeah, dude, there's just not a bad track on it, brother. You will absolutely love it. I... I this was one that i'm like yeah i should have literally sent this to you like earlier in the year because i feel like it would have made your list it probably would have been our one crossover um but yeah cheat codes from danger mouse and black thought black thought of course from the roots uh is where most people would know him from probably less so as a solo artist but he's he's got some solo
0: records and he's just one of the best to ever do it so uh yeah i will definitely have to add that to all the stuff that you're telling me to listen to now okay can I guess your number one? Oh, you know what my number one is. Everyone knows what my number one is.
1: <clears throat> it's a two way tie between Unlimited Love
0: and Return of the Dream Canteen, right? It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, let me tell you something. You are now listening to 103.5 Dawn FM. You've been in the dark for far too long. It's time to walk into the light and accept your fate with open arms. Scared? Don't worry. We'll be right here with you to hold your hand and guide you through this painless transition. But what's the rush? Just relax and enjoy another hour of commercial-free music on 103.5 Dawn FM. Tune in. What a shocker. Of course. Can you, can you fucking blame me? I mean, come on, man. He puts out After Hours as the world has fallen to shit. Doesn't even get a fucking Grammy nomination. Tells the the Grammys. (laughs) Tells him, hey, I'm not going to perform there. I'm going to perform at the Super Bowl. So don't worry about it. Find someone else. What do they do? Granted, it is everybody. It's all artists that are voting. They don't even invite him. Noah's throwing the fucking phone down
1: phone's dead bro okay we've lost control of the playlist it is
0: gone apeshit that's will have we're...
1: to be updated after the end of this episode when and try... i'm gonna have to do my number one blind i'm gonna have to... do
0: it live Damn it. you can do it live it's, it's really all right loud. but that's Did what happens in that? this yeah yeah you went a little apeshit there i, I blew right. it out
1: i blew it out that like never happens i yeah. was way too way too hype sorry yeah everyone sorry uh anyway, edit point so after at one hour and 17 minutes we're going to get back into the cool, dulcet tones. Okay,
0: I'm sorry. Go have ahead. You, have you cleared the mechanism? Yeah, sorry. So after being snubbed by the Grammys... But fuck the Grammys. What's Twenty. Yes, yeah, of course. 22, 2022, it rolls around. And very early on, we get Don FM. This is going to sound completely bullshit. No one's going to believe me. No one's going to equate it that. This is his thriller. Okay. There's, but no songs are ever going to be, on. I mean, I think out of time is going to, be if you listen to it sonically, it does have a weird, like, I feel like you can't equate some of like the tones and stuff you use it, it mirrors to me, a mirrors thriller. but it is this okay. just whole them. I mean, come on. He has a thematic thing with after hours. And if you're a fan, you know, it's like a third it's, it's the end of the, it's the end of like the kiss land saga of everything. And instead of doing this whole, like, you know, he got snubbed for all that. He spent most of 2021 literally just touring around with, you know, After Hours. And it's almost like he was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And he put together Dawn FM to the point that, like, the After Hours through the Dawn tour incorporates both of those albums. One that, like, critically acclaimed with After Hours. They still play those songs over songs on Dawn FM because they're so fucking good. But I would argue that Dawn FM as a concept it's like nothing else it's a, you're you're transitioning from the dark of after hours into the light aie like the character you've been listening to in these albums has passed has to deal with all the shit he's been dealing with with like killing his lover trying to make it on a run through las vegas and like self reflection of what it means to be this tor- terrible person he's become and at whatever point boom he's gone he's dead and he's transitioning into what Would be some sort of afterlife. But in the meantime, he's stuck in this weird purgatory and he has to wait for about an hour. And it's all narrated by Jim Carrey. One of the, like, who who would have thought? Two Canadians getting down on the same record? Are you crazy? You know? Like, what the hell? I didn't think I was allowed. I I didn't. I didn't. There's some rules I know of. One I knew is... What's with these fucking Canadians? Yeah. Coming in
1: to our music scene.
0: Yeah. I think of that I think of the scene in Canadian Bacon when they put all of the Canadians we didn't know were Canadian up on screen, like Michael J. Fox. It's like the Hanukkah song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously, I would shout out. Um, out of time is probably my favorite off this one. Okay. Um, and then uh, gasoline is pretty good. And of course, take my breath is the single. I you don't have to worry about that one. Um, Take my breath. I,
1: okay, I have Away. heard that one. It didn't quite hit. Sacrifice
0: uh, is another good one. Just that it's got like this weird. But then, out of time feels like something that could have been a song on Thriller. Okay. Just to buy the eighty synth vibe, the like, you know, just the production of it, the hi hats, the eight oh eights, all that stuff. And then there's like there's a nice little interlude with Quincy Jones in there, a little story from him. And then you know you get Jim Carrey dropping in at these different points, and of course. There is the one bit from um, uh, the Saptys and, like, their guy where they do, like, the trailer for the afterlife or whatever. And it's like, (laughs) um, there's, I don't know what it, I can't remember what the name of it is. But you hear one of the brothers goes, I can't take my eyes off the screen. And I don't know why, but, like, every time that thing comes up, I'm like, is Is it Saptys
1: doing it or is it uh, Bronstein, the dude who's in there? Their movies. I don't know. The like I super it was New York guy.
0: I thought it was one of them saying. Oh, okay, it.
1: I thought it might have been Richard. I think it's Richard Bronstein. Maybe, forget,
0: but because I mean, it is produced by. Obviously, this. I is need a, to
1: listen to the record. I, I still have not
0: listened. Oh, to dude, you're gonna love it, because um, this is by This is the. I guarantee you. <laughs> You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee You're gonna you. like the way this album sounds. I guarantee, I guarantee it. you. not
1: <laughs> This is FM.
0: This is Don FM. This is the. This is the byproduct of like we want the weekend to be in uncut gems and he meets their guy that does the music for him. I don't... Daniel Lopatti. Yes.
1: Oneo Tricks Point Never.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's exactly the name. I could never pronounce it. Thank you so much. Um, Who well, I think also had
1: an album this year that would, I think I intended to listen to and I don't think I did. I thought it was last year. Maybe it was last year. I, out, last year. Yeah. I don't know. Because
0: I looked for him as well. Because you could definitely hear that through it. Like, on some level, there's a movie in here the samty Brothers could make. And you're like, okay, this fits. All right. You know? Like, if wow. they're, he's going to make a whole... like video album thing to go along with it. I would love it if they just directed all of them. But well clearly
1: this is your biggest recommend so Yes I'll definitely. I'll listen to this and you listen to Cheat Codes because my number one will come as no surprise to you. I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off are you done? Is it Dance Fever? Florence and the Machine? No. Okay what is it?
0: That was my number 36.
1: Excuse me I didn't is, go that far. Is um, Dance
0: Fever the name of the album? I just pulled that out of nowhere. I don't know. Okay.
1: You may be correct. My number one my favorite album of the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. It's Kodak from All Get Out. Uh Oh yeah, I figured. Again, not a surprise at all. Uh one of our favorites around these parts and uh one of Really our, big in
0: Texas from what I hear.
1: They they had quite a year. Uh yeah. they put out arguably the the most fully realized and uh deep uh record of the discography yeah they a had a two pretty substantial big supporting tours one for motion city soundtrack the other for matt mason um they've been killing it they've been getting in front of a lot and a lot more people i feel like every time they put out a record we're always like this is the fucking one man this is when everybody else realizes what we have known for quite a long time, which is that they're one of the best, like, modern
0: indie rock bands ever, period. They're one of the best things that South Carolina has ever produced. So what you're saying is we're keeping them here in Charleston. We're not playing them in New York and L.A. They don't get to have them, right? now. No, is I what you're think, saying? no I'm not trying to be gatekeeping about it at all. I want them to,
1: to, and again, in my mind, there's a lot of bands that I've listened to and followed for the last, like, decade plus that it's like, I don't understand why this is not the popular rock music of this era and why people continue to say that, like, rock is dead when things that are this interesting and, like, impactful are still happening. It's their, like, I... From what I understand from a production side of things, it's it's them, top to bottom. There's It was, we're doing everything, and it just... It feels so much more like layered than anything they've released before. I keep finding little tiny things where I'm like, oh shit, dude. They really
0: they took their time on this one. Uh remind so, me to ask you questions about this off the air because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't want to like compare I've I've compared questions and like I don't I I don't want anybody to think that like I'm like are they a, this band and that band? Because I appreciate them for what they are and what they do. And like, you no, know, having been friends with Nathan and all that, and like that connection, and all that, that's great. And, but deep down inside, I'm just still a little pissed off that you guys talked all that shit about me, not knowing what the war war on drugs was. And I had to hear about it from dad. So like, let's just talk about this off. off I'm just kidding. No, I, everyone that I, everyone that I know that knows them and knows the band and has listened to it, has been like, yeah, this is actually like probably the best thing. Like, even more like than these, the, the was it the stuffing and the season, whatever the what was it called? The stuffing was the thing they played. The season's the name of the album, right? The think, season is yes, right. That one thing. Of their I, don't, albums. I don't know if I'm allowed to like rock and roll. roll. <laughs> no, okay? yeah. I don't know if I'm a folk guy. I don't know if I'm indie. Well, rock Well, that's guy. a great way
1: to wrap up right. our, <laughs> <laughs> our music. But podcast.
0: what I will say is, I know they're big in Texas, and I know people love them. I. I know that they're people's favorite band And I agree with you There is a such thing as a 20 year You agree year, with me about what? There is a such thing as a 20 year uh, Clearly over, you don't agree with me They weren't on your list So what the fuck are you Noah, saying? No I knew they were going to be on your list And I don't know You haven't even listened to Don <laughs> FM You don't even know if it's any better than they are It's fucking know. Jim Carrey <laughs> No Sorry But no what I'm saying is Unfortunately Nate you hear what you're
1: competing with? Jim fucking Jim liar liar carry Jim, Jim the goddamn pen is blue carry
0: <laughs> I was going to say Jim the mask carry but anyway or Ace Ventura my my point is when it comes for them because it will because it will you're going to have that whole thing of like, oh my God, you guys are so great. It's like, well, we have this back catalog of, of music that you've it's never gonna heard It's
1: going to be of. the, the 20 yeah, the year gra- overnight the gra- success. The, yes. The Grammy for best new artist. And you're like, what? New? <laughs> new? Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fuck the Grammys. We've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. The tracks I would recommend off of this app, if I'm only narrowing it down to two Soma, uh, I would shout out, but my personal favorite and high in the running for like which is one of my favorite tracks if there's ever at this point, is uh, Quitter Talk. Uh, I'm going to publicly put this out here, see if he listens to this episode. Maybe he'll text me directly about it.
0: Play the whole goddamn thing right now. Let's do
1: it. Nate, (laughs) Nate, let me get them stems. Let me get them vocal stems for Quitter Talk. I want to remix it. Don't have to release it publicly. You can tell me it taste or it tastes like shit. You can tell me it sounds like shit, <laughs> oh and God. it tastes like shit, and it smells like shit. Uh, perfume genius. Yeah, but uh, I want I want to remix Quitter Talk. Uh, maybe maybe you're hearing this as a marker, and then you can actually go listen to it at some point. But yeah. maybe not. Whatever. I'm throwing it out there. This is also a segue to say,
0: if you get a little disappointed. Vocals. I I You wanted me to I, put one of your G- in the G- top Gavin, teams? I
1: released <laughs> I
0: released
1: five LPs uh-huh. uh two EPs mm-hmm. and four singles this year. Mm-hmm. And not a single one of them apparently passed the smell test for my own scum-sucking brother, none of them made the list. No, other But one. you know what? There's always next year. That's all <laughs> I wanted to say. I will say <laughs> no That's one. my only comment on them. The, the
0: loss is th- There's th- always next. Year. Theologian, whatever it was- Am was, I not? Was number, my brother's was, keeper? Was a number 11. Okay. <laughs> what? It was number 11. philosopher That one. Hell yeah. That
1: one. Uh- Again, that yes. label no longer exists, and the dude disappeared with my royalties. Don't know if I'll ever see him. So, uh
0: it's all up there for free, baby. Again, but help a guy out. Listen
1: to those records, but please actually listen to uh, my more recent output albums, like Is, a bridge EPs, no, like Steamy Steel.
0: Oh, it all fucking makes sense now. That's why we haven't recorded in two months. Oh yeah, because I've big... been
1: trying to start a music career. Right. I've been yeah. Been playing live for the first time. Wait, I've what? Been dropping records.
0: How yeah. many times have you played live? Like oh, an shit.
1: actual show show twice, one of which I was on the bill, the other what? of which was my own two-hour evening. You, dude, follow my show, social media, bro.
0: Like, shit's, shit's, shit's going on. You're my goddamn <laughs> brother. You can't text somebody and be like, I have a live show? Do you do you not think it I was supposed I to? I drive not... down here to talk to you about stuff. Yeah, you don't I think know. I drive down here to sit and listen to you play stuff? I know you. You're fucking crazy. I also, crazy I
1: I also so. do... An open mic like pretty much every Wednesday. Um, Was that like a comedy thing? for the last couple months? No, like an open mic where you go and play music. Like, oh, yes. Oh. But yes, people do can do comedy and have done comedy. Can I do comedy to your music? To my music? Yes. No, you. but you can come and do stand up if you want. to. Well, no, like you play behind me. No, we're we will not be associated with
0: <laughs> each other at all. That see there that is, side right of there. the artistic That's spectrum. That's it. That's it, That's it right myself. there. Right there. Uh, I couldn't come see you live because we won't no, be associated. No, be I'm too t- afraid. I'd, I'd I'm, grab totally, the mic. I'm
1: totally joking with you. But I am also, I am actually in the process of working with some vocalists. You might be hearing some like collabs. You Thank might be, fucking God, dude. I've you been might waiting. be hearing me uh, with people singing over my beats. Please. And my, my shit. So. Fuck yes. Yeah. I just wonder. I, I don't wanna... like to talk about all this stuff because I like to just surprise you with it every once in a while. I get it. But, but my like... hope was like. When I put up this, this tour, this essentially show poster on my, on my Instagram that my brother, one of my like hundred followers under my artist profile, I'm hoping maybe he's going to see it and be like, brother, you got a show. When did you put it up? Holy shit.
0: Like a week before the show. When was the show? Uh, Back in October, I think. Okay. Well, see, I thought you just didn't want to record anymore. Because, like, I said, let me know when you're free and we'll start doing October stuff. No, I was. And then nothing I happened. Was, and I was like, oh, he just doesn't want to I, record anymore.
1: No, I was sick for a while. Yeah.
0: Um. You had to get the fever out. I had it.
1: other, yeah, had other stuff going on. Yeah, no, I get I've it. I've been trying to start this. Uh, I mean, if you live in the Charleston area, I also am now uh, running a, co- or I'm co operator of a private chefing business. Oh, Okay called uh brk yeah brendan riley's kitchen uh we come to your house we cook for you <laughs> we clean we leave uh maximum parties of uh you 16 couldn't, people you couldn't add an us. a in
0: there and make it bark to go along with the entire other arc theme of everything else you couldn't make it's it not my thing i know but i mean, gave
1: him the name you to then use as like take a break take a brk It's not Brendan Riley's Kitchen. It's BRK. But the slogan is take a break. Like It's on us. Look at you. We do the dishes and everything.
0: I love naming shit. It sounds like you went to school for advertising and journalism. Yeah,
1: I guess I somehow have kind of put it to use. I haven't been able to make any fucking money on it. But but we did actually have our first paying gig. uh, Ten-year overnight success, my friend. A few weeks ago. And uh, we have another one coming up. So if you're in the Charleston area... Uh, contact me through my social media, or Brendan Riley, who we mention all the time, who's probably going to be a future guest. We need to get him on here. We do. Because uh, he and I go to the endeavor. movies all the time, Yeah. and then we talk for like an hour afterwards in the parking lot, and we never record the conversation. Literally,
0: your phone does it. You could just do that. Yeah, I know. I have we, a pocketbook. We, really, you we really need to start doing that. i can give but, you the old cam I have tonight. You can just use that, because I got that other box one. Well, I also
1: want to get him on, like his own Zoom setup so that like we can do three men pods on a regular basis yeah. and we can just do that. Anyways uh you can eat kind shit, of you lo- can
0: listen to shit and you can download shit and you can go see Noah play shit. Yes. It's dope. I cook. Okay? I make music. I cook. I'm a chef in the studio. I'm a chef in real life. I cook up these beats the way I cook up your food. And guess what? Just like my nice clean beautiful albums. I clean up my messes and I leave, and I'm, I'll be gone. <laughs> yes. And just like that. <laughs> Why? He's Why gone. do
1: you insist on doing Usual Suspects? It's Don't not. Let even, it go. You, you
0: have to tell. If you didn't tell people Usual Suspects, fine. I'll it's because do you're doing you know the what? gesture listen, in the room, and I
1: think that people fine. can see it. I'll they re- can feel it. Listen. They can feel the gesture. They can all, feel you're the... To do, well, all you're gonna have
0: to do. Why? You're gonna. If you would just turn. And this is what I'm, Just my one piece of advice to you. We'll get done with this episode. You put your music in the kitchen. Not only are you cooking them food, you're playing them the music at the same time. Because you know what happens, Noah? If you're getting a nice meal and some nice, great melodic tunes to have along with your meal, you know what that is, Noah? That's entertainment.